Hey there, Lisa Schwartz here. Welcome to my podcast, Teach and Talk with Lisa, where we are unpacking biblical principles with everyday words and applying them to our everyday lives. Hey guys, welcome to my series on how to master your goals. This is episode four, and I am so excited about this episode because if you know me at all, I love to dream big and I love to challenge people to dream big as well. So we are going to be talking about dreaming big and how we set our goals based on the vision and the purpose that is set out in front of us. And so I want you to put on your courage cap because today I'm going to be engaging you in a lot of courage. Now, if this is your first time um, tuning in, and I want you to click that subscribe button, I want you to keep up on how to master your goals. Now, you can also buy my book, um, Enforcing Purpose, or you can take my online course, Enforcing Purpose, and it walks you through just how to discover and define your purpose, how to um, write down your vision, how to set goals. It's going to take uh, everything that we've been learning in this series and expound on it so that you can walk in the fullness of your potential and potential in the fullness of your passion and your purpose. So today, again, I want you to put on your courage cap at the end. Like always, I'm going to pray for you. Um, so you're going to hang on, hang in all the way to the end because we're going to talk about these concepts and then we're going to pray it in. So let's think back to episode one. We talked about why do we even set goals? What does the Bible say about setting goals? Episode two, we talked about the seven benefits of setting goals. And then in the last episode, we talked about goals and visions and purposes. Oh my. Um, and so we talked about um, the difference between a goal, a vision, and a purpose. And I told you in the other episode, in, in the last episode, that we were going to be discussing how do we start with the big picture. We want to start with the big picture so that I'm setting goals, which are my building blocks, to move me towards the big picture that's out in front of me. That big picture, that vision that's connected to my purpose and my passion so that I'm motivated to keep accomplishing my goals. A lot of times we set our goals um, that are not connected to our passion, not connected to our purpose. They have nothing to do with our big vision. And so we end up uh, failing our goals and not, um, not having an understanding why I've even set these goals. We don't feel any emotional connection to our goals. Um, so today we're going to be talking about starting with the big picture. So we're going to be starting with the big picture. Now in the scriptures, in the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah is sent back to examine um, the walls that have been torn down in Jerusalem. And the Bible says that he went out and he scoped the land and he set forth a vision. And then he came back to the people and he began to set their building plan together or their goals, the building blocks on how they would rebuild the walls based on the overall vision. So he was intentional to go spend some time really praying, searching out what are we, what are we wanting to accomplish here? What is the big picture? What is the big vision? And how do we set our goals to accomplish that vision? So again, an example of how we're going to start with the big picture and then we're going to build our building blocks towards our big picture. This is very much backwards from a lot of times how we do goal setting. A lot of times we just set goals because we set goals and we have no idea what the ultimate vision is, what the purpose is. A lot of times 
we're setting goals to try and discover our vision instead of allowing um, our vision and our purpose actually set the goals for us. So I like to, with my clients, do what we call a one-year narrative. So today we're going to be talking about how do I kind of help di help discover what is my big vision, what is my what is the purpose that I have, um, and that's the biggest challenge a lot of times in setting goals is really tapping into. Uh, where do I want to be? So when I'm talking about this one-year narrative, what I like to say to my clients is, one year from today, if you and I were to meet, what would your life look like? Now, that's the first part of the one-year narrative. Um, the second part is, what has to have, ha have happened in order for you to become that person or in order for your life to look like that? And that's how we start to kind of break it down saying, okay, what do I need to do? And how, what kind of goals do I need to set in order to um, hit that narrative vision? Now that looks in a lot, like a lot of different things. Uh, for some of us, it means I need to overcome fear. I need to overcome the fear of failure. So what we're also doing there is we're discovering a lot of core lies. Um, and it gives me the opportunity as a life coach or as a counselor to be able to say, okay, these are the barriers that need to be overcome. So it's not just what do I need to be doing, but what do I need to overcome in order to accomplish that narrative? So again, the second question is what has to have happened in order to get there? So it may be, well, I would have had to have worked out every day, or I would have had to have spent time writing every day, or I would have had to have gotten a degree. But it may also look like I would have to overcome fear. I would have to experience healing in that relationship. Um, I would have to pursue reconciliation with my child, um, whatever it is. So we're looking at um, taking a look at the big picture, the one-year narrative. Now, let's think about the spaces and the places that we want to address when we're looking at the one-year narrative. So we're looking at any place from um, relationships to physical health, to finances, to career, to education. And what I usually do is have my um, clients actually write, in some regard, a one-year narrative paragraph on each area of your life. Um, and so we're really kind of breaking it down in every aspect of your life so that I'm walking and living in my fullness. So I'm setting goals now based on my narrative in areas of finances, in areas of uh, relationships and areas of physical health, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, uh, environmental health. So we talk a lot about goals uh, that we want with our home. A lot of people have live in an actually very physically chaotic um, environment. Their houses are cluttered. Uh, they're not clean. All of that affects how we feel and how we're living our lives. So it's really about breaking down every single one of those areas. I know I'm going over a lot with you today because I want you to walk in the fullness of who you are designed to be. And I want you to have an understanding of why we set goals, but also how to set goals based on who you want to be. Don't set dumb goals. Don't just set goals to set goals. That's ridiculous. So... Um, a lot of this is helping us overcome some of the barriers. We, this is where we discover a lot of anchors in our lives. Um, and where we, uh, as we're moving forward, we discover the things that we, that keep us from moving forward. Um, and again, if you have not done the mental, emotional, 
first aid series, you're going to want to go back and watch that because that will help you kind of self-discover some of those core lies. But this is a part of the process. When we're moving forward, we discover what is it that is keeping me from moving forward? Why do I have a fear of succeeding in that area? Why do I fear um, failing in that area? Um, and we can address those situations um, in order that we could overcome them. Now, one of the things that I want to point out is in Habakkuk 2.2, it talks about writing down the vision. Um, we want to write down the vision. It says, write down the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. So part of the power of writing down this narrative is now I can see it and I have something to run with. I have something to come back to. The fear or the barrier there is going to be, I had a client once time that, one time that said, well, once I know it, I can't unknow it. Once I see it, I can't unsee it. Once I write it, I can't unwrite it. And that is a fear. A lot of times people are afraid to write too big of a vision down because, gosh, what if I don't hit it? Don't worry about that. Go ahead and let your mind be set that I'm going to set some big goals here. I'm going to set, I'm going to set a big vision. I'm going to dream big. I'm going to be courageous and I'm going to be okay with failing. Okay. Because in the spirit, in the kingdom, there really is no such thing as failing. This is about you leaning forward, learning to think big, learning to ask God for a lot more, learning to expect more of yourself, pressing into the bigness of your potential. So it's about the journey, not about the destiny. Um, Paul said, it's not that I've already been perfected, but that I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. So I actually want you, if you're going to err to one side or the other, I want you to err to thinking too big. I want you to be audacious. I want you to be courageous as you're taking a look at this narrative. Now, a lot of this is also about just that self-discovery process. We've talked a lot, again, in mental, emotional first aid. We talked a lot about self-awareness, being aware of what am I thinking? How am I feeling? Well, this is about becoming aware of what do I want? What are my passions? What makes me tick? What ticks me off? Um, what am I good at? What is my sweet spot? What brings me energy? What sucks the life out of me? We want to discover who we are through this process. So writing this one year narrative helps you discover like what, what, what do I really see? Like what do I want? Now you have to pretend as though with our residents we say, hey, if we removed all the barriers out of your life, childcare, transportation, money, housing, if none of those things were an issue and you could be anything you wanted to be one year from today, what would you be? And then we begin to build their ISP one week at a time based on their narrative, what they said they want to be, removing all of those barriers. So you automatically have barriers in your life that are going to keep you from dreaming big. And I want you to pretend as if those barriers do not exist because when you say what has to have happened in order for that to, um, in order for that to come to pass, that's when you're going to address your barriers. Okay. And you're going to say, okay, well, how can I address these barriers? How can I predetermine when this barrier comes up, how I'm going to handle it? And that's how we're setting ourselves up for success. Remember in this process, the more we discover God, the more we will discover about ourselves and our purpose. God put your purpose in you. He knows what your passion is. He knows what you're good at. He wove you with strengths, okay? So you have been woven with strengths. He knows what they are. So we want to make sure that we are engaging with God in this process. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, if you seek me with your whole heart, I will be found by you and I will show you great unimaginable things. 
The Bible says that he is greater than we could ever ask or imagine because the Holy Spirit looses our mind to think beyond what we what is seemingly possible in our own natural mind. I'm going to say that again. The Holy Spirit looses our mind to see beyond the possibilities in our natural. And we want to be able to step into our greatest God possibilities, not your natural possibilities, but your greatest God possibilities. So as you're writing this narrative, I want you to invite the Holy Spirit into that process. Pray, ask God to show you things. Ask him to show you things that you otherwise wouldn't see unless you were in the spirit and praying. Let him show you um, your destiny. All right, so we're going to invite God into that process. We're going to think about every area, writing one paragraph in every area. Think big. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, your comfort zone will define your capacity. I'm going to say that again. Your comfort zone will define your capacity. So if you are not willing to become uncomfortable, think uncomfortably, think unimaginably outside of your box, outside of your barriers, beyond the natural, beyond your possibilities, then your current capacity will be your capacity. So you have to be able to get outside of what feels comfortable, what you could potentially figure out in your own mind in order to step into the greater capacity of who you're designed to be in Christ. We often talk about comfort zones versus discomfort zones versus delusional zone, um, delusional zones. So we're talking about comfort goals versus discomfort goals versus delusional goals. I want you, if it was on a scale and this was comfort, discomfort, delusional, a lot of times people will say, hey, we want you to set discomfort goals. I actually want you to kind of err on the side, not all the way over here and totally delusional, but just on the other side of discomfort because now we're putting a demand on the Holy Spirit in our lives. We're stretching ourselves outside of our natural capabilities and into our spiritual capabilities. And that's when you're really gonna begin to flow and things are gonna become easy because when you gotta, you've got to get to the end of your natural self to experience the fullest potential of who you are in the spirit. Okay, so this narrative is how we're going to start with the bigger picture in order to back it up and then set your goals that are building blocks to build you toward that narrative. So really, this is where goal setting starts. It starts with the big picture in this one year narrative. Okay, so now it's your time to get to dreaming. Listen, you can listen to this and be like, it's a good idea. That's a great idea. It's a great idea. But it's not going to be your idea and it's not going to be activated until you actually engage with the idea. So take some time. A lot of times I have my clients write these narratives and I will send them back two or three times. And I will say, I want more details. I want you to think bigger. I want more details. I want you to think bigger. So take some time. Write it, rewrite it, reread it, add to it, dream bigger, and take time to do this. Um, on an annual basis and then formulate your goals based on your narrative. And remember, you're going to want to keep up with all the episodes. Our next episode, we're going to be talking about how to actually formulate those goals based on that narrative and how to make sure those goals are smart goals. 
Okay, let's pray it in. God, we come before you in the name of Jesus, and I thank you, Lord, that you have given us an imagination for your writing tablet. And so we just loose the imagination right now in the name of Jesus. God, we break fear off of us that would keep us from dreaming bigger, from seeing the possibilities for your kingdom that you have put within us. God, I thank you that you have put not just a good potential within us, but you have put a God potential within us. God, I speak to everybody watching right now in the name of Jesus. And I loosed, loose their courage to be able to think bigger, dream back bigger, see themselves in a bigger and a fatter capacity. God, we thank you that you're continuously stretching us beyond our natural so that we can tap into the super that is upon us. So, Father, we just declare and decree that there is a super on our natural and we want to step into the supernatural as we begin to move into our God purpose. We thank you, Lord, and we receive it in the name of Jesus. All right. I love you all. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can also find me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or you can check out my other podcast show, Enforcing Purpose with Lisa Schwartz. For general information or resources, head to my website at www.lisa-schwartz.com. Thanks for listening.